This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. Our guest today is Mr. Mohan Ji Valrani. He is one of two co-founders, senior vice chairman and managing director of the Al Sharabi Group in Dubai, which is one of the largest private conglomerates in the United Arab Emirates. Mr. Valrani, thank you so much for joining us today on the Knowledge at Wharton podcast. Thank you, Mukul. Thank so, you for having me. Great. So we are we are speaking today about our uh, as part of our series on what matters most in life, and uh, I wonder if we could begin by talking about who your mentors were, uh, who 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 molded your most cherished values, and how they did that. My parents and my partner Abdul Al Shavi. That's pretty simple, straightforward. Uh, in 1947. At the age of seven, my family and I had to leave our home in Sindh due to the partition of India. Overnight, we went from being landlords to refugees within our own country. After partition, we first settled down in Gujarat in a small town called Baroda. My family moved from a life of luxury to a life of frugality. My father had to start his entrepreneurship journey from scratch and worked like never before, 10 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. It was a difficult time for him and for all of us. From the age of 12, I used to accompany him to the plant during my school holidays and summer vacation, where I learned my early lessons of entrepreneurship. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I never regretted that I'm missing my holidays. The role of my mother during this time was also important. She was an ambitious lady and wanted us to prosper. She made sure that we are well educated. It is through my parents that I learned about the value of hard work and dedication. I cannot possibly answer this question without talking about my dear friend and partner, Abdullah Al-Shirawi. He had the courage to face adversity and did not believe in ever giving up when the chips were down. He was a charismatic leader. We have remained together for the last 51 years and seen many ups and downs together. It is my friendship with him that has taught me the value of being resilient. I, I wonder if we could talk a little bit about the books that shaped your life. I know you like to read. Uh, when did you read them and why do you think they meant so much? And did you read, reread them later and discover something new? Honestly, the internet has been a blessing for me. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. A person at my age, I think internet is my friend. Every year, I take a reading holiday for 15 days. And I try to avoid being in touch with anybody. Mackenzie's Insight is one of my favorite apps for business management, international issues, uh, 
and the future of effect of technology in our everyday life. I also subscribe to various podcasts from prominent university academics. I spend on an average two hours a day reading and listening to various audiobooks and podcasts. The list of books which have shaped my outlook is endless and keeps growing. But some of them which I have reread include Siddhartha, Sadhana, The Realization of Life, Book of the Way, The Art of Communicating, and the Bhagavad Gita. These books have allowed me to reflect and prioritize what is important in life and why. They have also taught me to seek a higher purpose than the pursuit of money. That's great. Uh, speaking of the higher purpose, what were your <clears throat> deepest aspirations when you were young and what are they today? Have, have your aspirations changed and if so, how? Uh, yes, they have changed. Having seen how it felt to live when you don't have money, I wanted to focus on making money when I was young. I wanted to make money at any cost. Over the years, this has changed. What is now important to me is what you do with your money. Yes. Mm -hmm. Not how much you make. Money beyond a certain point loses its, its utility. What is remaining of my life is now dedicated to the education of children. My next project will be a school that will provide a top-notch British education to those who normally could not afford one. Thousands of students will go to benefit from the education that we will provide throughout the Arcadia network of schools. It's wonderful. Uh what choices or decisions have you made that had the most pivotal impact on your life and that of others? Why did you make those choices? In hindsight, were they the right choices? The most important decision of my life was made in 1986. With the starting of the Iraq-Iran war in 1982, our companies began their decline. Our construction site in Basra was bombed. Ten people died and we had to repart it 5,000 people. To compound our problems, oil prices crashed from $23 to $8 and our group went into negative equity. All the oil producing countries refused to pay or delay payments. I had to make a choice whether to stay in Dubai and work for the next decade to meet my liabilities or take the easy route, skip town. Some of my well-wishers advised me, skip town. I decided to stay on. History has shown that it was the right choice. It's a great story. What is your guiding philosophy <clears throat> in dealing with people? How did you, how did you arrive at it? And if a protege were asked to learn that philosophy, how would you teach it? <laughs> Transparency is the key. Your actions will never be unethical if you are transparent. With transparency being 
a one of my key values i have to be mindful and compassionate in my thoughts speech and actions as a result i am able to avoid conflict and concentrate on what i wish to do i also practice ashtanga yoga and it has benefited me tremendously i would recommend any protege to take up yoga it really puts things into right perspective we all have different kinds of experiences and i wonder if i could ask you about any experience that might have seemed devastating at the time when it happened but which you came to see in a different light in retrospect and what did can you tell me about such an experience and what it taught you again this experience also had to do something uh, with the gulf war the first gulf war in 1991 was devastating in many ways saddam hussein had taken over kuwait and was a threat to the whole region we thought uae is going to be next there was a major population exodus in uae 90% of the expats population either left or very least send their families back home we decided to stay my partner abdullah al sharawi and i and i came to a conclusion that saddam could not defeat the us led coalition the rest is history saddam was defeated in 1991 and dubai began its march towards becoming a global city could you the, these experiences have made me realize actually the the importance of remaining calm yeah even in the most trying of circumstances one needs to have calmness within themselves in order to keep others calm around you could you <clears throat> describe an ethical dilemma whether it's professional or personal that was difficult to resolve how did you deal with it and what did you learn from it the decision that faced me in 1986 of whether to skip down or stay back and pay the banks off was very difficult for me on one side i had my duty of care towards my wife and children on the other side i had my responsibility to my partner and all my 9000 employees i used my wife and children as a source of strength mm-hmm. to take on responsibility of saving the company mm-hmm. one draws strength from sources that one cannot imagine it is important to have an open heart that welcomes different sources of strength it's a great answer if you were to think beyond your professional accomplishments what would you say has been your life's mission and purpose when and how did you discover it and have you been able to fulfill it my professional accomplishments have been tied to the al sharawi group to the growth of the al sharawi group but today for the last decade my mission and purpose has been to educate students hmm. i was the chairman of a non profit school of 12000 students for 4 years now i am building and operating schools under the arcadia umbrella i am enjoying the journey and want it to continue 
I would like Arcadia to always be known for an innovative style of education. Although I understand that it's not possible, I would not like this journey to ever end. The journey is more satisfying than reaching the goal. Once you reach the goal, it's boring. What are your ideals? And by ideals, I mean a standard of perfection that you set for yourself. Uh, have your ideals changed over time? And if so, how and why? I've always tried my best to lead a virtuous life. However, over the years, there has been a shift from external achievements to internal peace. Now I focus on the mind, body and the intellect through the practice of yoga. And from money making, I'm now spending my time educating students and staff. The education sector globally, as you know, has challenges and teachers need to innovate, they need to change, to adapt to a new norm of students having the same access to information as they do. Technology uh, has to be adapted in the right manner. Uh, what convictions or life lessons would you like to pass on to future generations of your family to guide them on their journey? Having seen so much in life, ups and downs, uh, I would say accept the unpredictability of life. Do not be afraid of the unknown. Move out of your comfort zone and walk the extra mile. Allow yourself to give time to your natural talents. Learn how to learn. Be a lifelong learner. Aim to be financially literate before leaving high school. This I think is very important. I made sure that all my three boys had the basic knowledge of accounting before they left school. Reverse mentoring, you can learn a lot from the young. And Mukul, you know about it. I've heard this in one of your podcasts. Associate yourself with the right people. Don't waste time. It is finite. Uh, would you be able to give some advice to young people about how to be happy, what advice would you give them? Remain curious. It makes life wonderful. Curiosity leads to creativity. I'm really enjoying my life because I've never lost, lost touch with curiosity. Be transparent. You have nothing to hide. Aim to lead a conflict-free life without compromising on your principles. Conflict is a waste of time. Take care of your emotional and physical health. Of course, and then practice meditation. Be flexible. Change is the only constant in life. What rule does, I mean, you've talked about education, so I, I think I can guess the answer to this. But thinking more broadly, <clears throat> what role does giving back play in your life right now and what forms does it take? I believe the shortcut to eternal happiness is in giving. Mm. Apart from donating your wealth, 
giving of yourself is equally meaningful. I aim to be in a giving attitude all the time. I'm giving when I'm praying. I'm giving when I wish someone good luck. And I'm also giving when I, I communicate with compassion and love. One of the best forms of giving is forgiveness. If people learn to forgive, the world will be a better place. It's very interesting you said that because uh, I've often felt that forgiveness is more valuable to the one who forgives than the one who f is forgiven. Uh, do you, do you, True, uh, I agree with you 100% because uh, the moment I have, the moment I forgive, My, my enemy becomes my well-wisher. I don't have to focus my time on hatred, on revenge. All that is out. All that time is saved. You are, you are at peace. Yes, exactly. You are at peace because you are forgiven. So simple. And it costs you nothing. It costs you nothing. It's free. But why is forgiveness so hard? Uh, I think attitude, ego, mm. uh, and living in the past living in the past, he had done this to me, so I have to take my revenge. It's more to do with living in the past mm. than living in the future or living in the present. Mm. I mean, uh, past uh, is gone, future is unknown. So enjoy the present, forgive and move on. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful lesson. You mentioned that you've had a business partnership for more than 50 years. Uh, what is the secret to having a long-lasting partnership like that? As I have told you, uh, key is transparency. Transparency creates trust. Everything is an open book. This leads to collaboration, cooperation, and not competition. This creates the power of one not only the first generation, but even the second generation works on, on this basis that they collaborate and cooperate and work as a team, as one member rather than seven. So this has been the reason for And plus, we have gone through good times, bad times, difficult times, and we have worked together we have uh, not given up on each other. So it's basically trust and transparency. One last question. Uh, what matters most in life? Very simple. I have a short answer for this. Be grateful for what has been bestowed upon you. It is only in gratitude where you will find peace. It's gratitude all the way. Subhadrani, thank you so much for speaking to Knowledge at Wharton and taking part in this podcast. I'm so grateful to you. Thank you. Thank you, Mokul, for having me. For more insight from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.